Hey guys, you're watching or listening to the Shift Training Podcast, where we talk about personal development, we talk about physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, and just overall well-being. And today we're going to be talking about, well, what does our ego do for us? Great question. What does our ego do for us? <laughs> so uh, before we jump straight to that, because I don't want to make it too easy, oh. uh, we need to be able to first tell when the ego is active or how to even identify it. Right. Mm, that's true. So let's start with how do we know when our ego is active? Ooh, how do we know when our ego is active? I think our e when our ego is active is let's say for an exa for an example, someone who genuinely care about us and corrected our mistakes, and we have this reaction of oh no 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 I'm I'm right you're wrong. Mm. I think that's what's gonna that's a good one. That's good. That's what's uh, activating our ego when we think that we're always right. So let's touch on that a little more. Mm -hmm. So when we're doing that, what are we doing? What is the behavior that we're doing? Someone tells us something and we're like, no, no, no. Uh -huh. what, is it, what kind of behavior is that? Uh, a behavior of someone who is a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, what are we doing in that moment? We feel attacked. So we start to to defend, protect ourselves. That's right. And that's the role of the ego, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what our ego does for us. Mm, to protect us. Yeah. And that's how we can tell when it's active. Mm -hmm. When there's not an actual threat, like physical harm to your life threat. Mm. You know? Yeah. Uh, the ego is going to, and you feel a need to defend or posture or whatever, yeah. like, you're protecting something, you're protecting a thought, a notion, a perspective, and yeah. you feel you're really um, holding on to that thing instead of being receptive, your ego is active. Oh. And another thing that I've learned that when our ego is being active is when we, like we already said that we always want, want to be the best of the best mm -hmm. and wants to be the worst of the worst, you know? Oh, mm -hmm. I have the best life than you, or I have the worst life than you. Nah, so much harder for me. Exactly, doesn't want to be in that equanimity, you know, that balance Yeah. and show us that reality. It's trying to keep you somewhere mm -hmm. safe or familiar. Quote. Yeah, safe or familiar. Mm -hmm. um, and that is the role of the ego. That's what the ego does for us. It's yeah. supposed to help us, uh, supposed to help us navigate life, but too often it's very easily triggered um mm. i think especially in america it's easy uh i think when you have a certain level of awareness about ego it's easy to see how ego driven mm -hmm. we might be yeah you know um for me i know an ego is active when i get angry period <laughs> doesn't matter why almost almost i will always say like 90 percent of it there's there's a few times where there's like what they would call like righteous anger or like mm. reasonable anger where it has utility and you need to do something about it. But at the same time, any time where you, there's a defending of something that you believe is yours or some sense of you-ness. So for example, mm -hmm. your feelings and you associate your, your feelings as like super sovereign as a part of your identity. Like mm -hmm. you are your feelings, which you're not. Um, but, you know, and you defend that because you think it's an attack on you. Mm -hmm. That's ego all day. Your ego is being attacked. Yeah. And that's very subtle too, you know, sometimes we don't even notice it. Right. Yeah. So what does the ego do for us? So far, we've discovered that the ego is meant to defend us or help mm -hmm. us 
maintain some sense of safety or security. Um, and we know it's active when you're being defensive. Automatically. Right. So when, when can the ego help and when is it harming us? Mm. So I would say the ego is helpful when you need to keep things out. Keep things out. Yeah, when you need to uh, pull up your, your walls. Like mm -hmm. if, if you're a sovereign nation or castle or whatever, right? Yeah. I like to use this analogy a lot because if you think about yourself being a kingdom, when do you need to erect walls? When do you need mm. to build gates? When do you need to close bridges? There are certain times, mm. and that's where your ego might serve you. Sometimes you have to fortify yourself before you go into something new. And when you go into something new, sometimes all of that stuff may crumble and fall and mm. leave only the true part of you that's left, which yeah. is great because you don't want to go and letting the true part of you getting torn up going into battle or going to face something uh, brand new. Yeah. Sometimes you might need a little bit of ego to push you forward. Mm. Yeah, I think I think of ego as well is like it, it's it's normal, you know. Like I think it's part of us, and it allows us to understand the word humble. Mm. You know, um, it's the same with sadness. People think that sadness shouldn't be there, but we wouldn't understand what happiness is without sadness. So same with ego. Without ego, we wouldn't know what's humble. Humbleness. Mm -hmm. I do think there is some dichotomies there. But see, when we start talking about that, I go, I don't know though. Because remember the theory of constructed emotion. Mm -hmm. So if we never had that word sadness, like some cultures don't have that, yeah. would we classify it as something else? And would we not have sadness but still have joy? Still know. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems too hard because all the cultures kind of already exist. Yeah. It's, it would be really hard to tell without having like told new. Mm -hmm. culture emerge from like birth and them only knowing certain words like it it would take generations to really be able to even test it mm. um but anyways that was sidebar um so yeah that's how we can tell when ego is helpful to us you, you can utilize it and yeah. it serves its purpose sometimes but when is it harming us i'm going to say it harms us more than helps us yeah now i say this because i subscribe to a growth mindset and I am a strong advocate for growth and joy and continue to move forward and taking your lumps and your whoopings and getting your lessons and learning and continuing to expand and testing the limits of your being. Like I'm a strong advocate of that. So for me, anytime the ego wants to pop up and say, no, stay smaller, mm -hmm. shrink, compress, condense, don't yeah. move forward, stop, defend, all that, I go, nah, that's to me, I go, I'm, I'm being weak right now. I'm stopping myself from going further. I yeah. want to reach my full potential. I want to go as far as I can. Mm -hmm. So if you if you have a goal, mm -hmm. if you really want to improve, I would mm -hmm. say allowing your ego to steer that or pop up is mm -hmm. going to slow down or hinder your improvement. And in some cases, if you let it steer all the time, I, I would say it's going to stop you from improving because yeah. growth is painful and the ego does not want you to experience pain. That's right. It wants to stay in the comfort zone. Nice and safe. Mm -hmm. Cozy. So how can we improve our relationship with our ego? Mm. I think by understanding some of these things that we just talked about, like yeah. understanding what is the role of our ego, being able to identify when it's active, yeah. knowing its function or role and how to, and learning how to utilize that. Yeah. So knowing when it's time to say, all right, we're going to let the ego act up a little bit or knowing when it's time to be like, okay, no, no, no. And we'll get, shh, be quiet. Uh, like they say in Luca, silencio, Bruno. You got to tell the ego, shut up. Luca, Luca, not Luca. Lucas. Luca, thank you. <laughs> got to tell him, shh, 
when I have not. Yeah, know? I totally agree. I think that as we mentioned earlier, that ego is part of us, you know, uh, that, that it's normal, you know, um, as long as we are aware, we're not oblivious about it. Because if you're oblivious about it, then we are cutting ourselves short from achieving our highest potential. And the way I think of it is that our ego is this monkey mind wants that short term instant gratification. Ooh. And let's say our intelligence, as we can call it, as our savior is the one that's going to save us from our ego. You know, I think I think we need to we need to educate our, our mind or our intelligence, per se, with knowledge, insights and depth, you know, mm-hmm. um, so an example of that, our mind or our ego is saying that, oh, if our goal is to lose weight, we need to eat more junk food or that, those fatty food or those candy, the sugar food. But that's the ego, you know, he wants that instant gratification. But the savior, the intelligence is the, the voice that we hear inside that, you know, we have a goal. You know, if you eat that, then how are we going to achieve the goal? You know, but there's still balance, you know, you can't just go to the extreme of like oh okay i'm gonna restrict myself the whole entire six months or so 75 hard exactly <laughs> oh you know there's still <laughs> but yeah I, I think that you know i think we just have to have knowledge so what i mean by knowledge is like uh, as an example let's say a parent you know uh, raising a kid you know how can i raise a, a better kid uh you need to ask a question and with the insight, you know, like you can learn from other people's uh, books or mistakes, you know, asking people and with the depth of that. And the depth is asking yourself, why? Why do you want a kid? Is it because you want to raise a kid that will change the world with full of compassion, understanding and all that, you know? Mm, or is it to kind of fulfill something that you didn't take care of in your own life? I think um, I think a good example for for what you're just talking about in mm-hmm. regards to like how can I be a better parent is a better question really not mm-hmm. how can I better raise my kid but it's how can I be a better parent. Mm-hmm. I think that um, one of the things that I've noticed is very common sometimes is you know being defensive like oh this is my kid don't tell me what to do with my kid mm-hmm. like you own the child. Uh-huh. Um, that's some ego right there. Um, first off, I'm gonna say this for all the kids they're their own sovereign being, so mm-hmm. you need to treat them as such. Um, but I don't know. I don't have kids. So you'll probably tell me shut up. Right. But I would say that's your ego. Uh, yeah. Because you're not willing to listen to something that could possibly change the game or lead to improvement. Mm-hmm. When you're not willing to hear, then I, that's easy to say, oh, that's ego all day. Because it's the only time when you don't want to hear. Yeah. And when you talk about, you know, the intellect kind of being the savior, being able to task the ego. Yeah. Questioning the ego. Sometimes ego, you gotta be careful. Uh, I've just listened to Andrew Frisella say the... Mm-hmm. Bruno voice mm-hmm. is uh, the Bruno voice is a slick salesman. It's tied to your ego. Very good. And it's exactly what to say, how to weave that perfect story to get you to do the thing that you, you, you know, mm-hmm. that's not what's going to get you there. And you need to learn how to diffuse that slick salesman. You need to mm-hmm. learn how to say, yeah. no, not right now. I'm not buying what you're selling. Because if I say yes to you, I'm saying no to what it is I think I really want. Yeah. So I, I got to say no to you and say yes to what I really want. Mm-hmm. That just made me realize that fixed mindset is actually an ego uh, state of mind. 100%. 100%. 100%. Because it's the need to stay safe all the time. Yeah. Completely yeah. driven by ego. Yeah. 
that's true and then going back a little bit with the parents you know that could be subtle too the the way they operate with the ego let's say sometimes the parents let's say they want this child to be by the way when we say this parent talk we say this as people who do not have kids but we work with a lot of parents that's our only perspective so mm -hmm. take it with a grain of salt <laughs> exactly well uh, as i was saying earlier is that when parents wants their child to be a certain uh certain way like follow this career or whatever some of that sometimes they want their child to do that because they did not accomplish that on their own right. so they kind of like I'm trying to see something else to it yeah so that's kind of like an ego thing too would you say 100 percent yeah yep so guys remember the way to improve your relationship with your ego is one you need to have awareness you need to know uh what are some of those things that cause your ego to pop up where where are you extra defensive where are those sensitive places those sensitive places need healing okay mm -hmm. so that's going to help you a lot with that acknowledging that the ego is not you you are not your ego that is not your full identity so mm -hmm. i think knowing that it is one voice at the table that you know makes decisions in your life if you're an executive you've got various members around the table the ego is one member is not the whole team yeah. it's not the whole being um what, what do you think is like a good practice for them to you know be self-aware you know like journaling journaling meditation meditation uh taking note of any time somebody says something to you your response and then asking yourself the question immediately wait a minute why did i just respond like that yeah. now it's hard to do that because you have to find the time to do yeah. that like you have to find that create the space uh -huh. to do that but um yeah that's that's important yeah we need to educate our intellect our savior right so we're gonna wrap this up again to improve the ego you need to know when it's active you need to be able to identify it you need to know the role of it and honestly you need to make a decision that you don't really want to live like that mm -hmm. like that's really what it comes down to you have to be willing to fight that voice uh -huh. if you're not willing to fight that voice like this is one of those jordan peterson things like if you're not willing to contend you will not have what you want mm -hmm. so you have to be willing to contend and do what's difficult what's hard and that's right fight that a little bit mm -hmm. um, but also you need to know when to channel it you need to know when to use that to your advantage let you that go. be your front yeah let uh, that be your frontline troop let it get wiped out <laughs> the true you will arrive at the destination and you can say thank you ego for taking that beating i appreciate you surviving and get me to the next step uh, that's true i like that <laughs> <laughs> all right guys um i think that's it for today i think that's it all right where can all i right. find us don't forget to follow us on our social media, Shift On Your Life. And don't forget to subscribe, comment on our podcast and our YouTube, Shift Training. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you think and how you navigate your ego. That's, I guess it. that's it. Peace. Right.